Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get involved anytime. Text 0467 736 736 or call 13 13 55. This is Mornings with Ben Davis. Once a jolly swagman can buy a billabong under the shade of a curlabar tree. And he sang as he watched and waited till his billy boiled. You'll come all sing Matilda with me. John Williamson should be on the first flight to Sydney for next Monday night's clash, the Matildas and whoever they meet, be it China or Denmark. How good would that be? Walsing Matilda, surely that's got to be a thing. Would FIFA allow it? All right, let's get stuck into last night, the magnificent Matildas. How were you watching? Did you split the screens? Did you have the laptop open on one, watching the cricket, watching the Matildas? Well, the numbers are in, as I said, uh, more than 200, almost a quarter of a million in Brisbane alone, watching the Matildas last night on Channel 7. Around the country, more than a million viewers. One man who's been watched by all those eyeballs is on the line now. Adam Peacock, part of the Seven Networks commentary team. Hello, mate. Walsing Matilda, should John Will Williamson be there next Monday night? I don't know. I, I, perhaps. Would uh, you book him? Maybe they can organise. <laughs> I, I don't know if the, the Matildas crew, in terms of the, the, the crowd, uh, 70% of whom are probably under the age of 20, will understand what Walsing Matilda is and who John Williamson is, with all due respect to the great man, if you know what I mean. So you've got to hit your target market, Danny, but I think there's a place for him somewhere in the build-up. Somewhere. All right. Well, hey, we can introduce a new... John Williamson could get a whole new bunch of fans. Speaking of getting a whole new bunch of fans, last night the Matildas did us proud. It was one of the, the best pieces of sporting theatre. Backs against the wall, against the Olympic champions, must win, underdog, Sam Kerr sidelined, and you were sidelined with her. How was the feeling in Melbourne, mate? Oh, fantastic. Uh, it the, the joint went off, and it was off the back of a... A performance which we, we kind of knew the Matildas had somewhere in their locker. We just weren't sure if it was going to stay in the locker at this World Cup. Unfortunately, it, it has come out. It was, it was terrific. It was, it was full of energy. It was intentful with and without the ball. Um, they won the ball back quickly. They just never let Canada set it, settle into any kind of rhythm. And that, in turn, then allowed the Matildas to really utilise their strengths, which is quick transition from back the front and I mean it's encapsulated in that first goal that we scored a lot of the Matilda's great moments in the past two three years or going back to you know when they really this generation of play really burst on into the mainstream consciousness about 2016-2017 is the quick transition game and getting the the dangerous players on the ball with a bit of freedom and and Caitlin Ford last night was outstanding and Hayley Russo gets two goals so Perfect night, perfect night in so many ways. Perfect night indeed, Mary Fowler. Back to the girl from Cairns. In fact, there's so many Queenslanders in this team, Hallie Rasso being yeah. one of them. And, and But Mary Fowler, ha- having a having a designated hitter, having a designated striker, uh, and more than one, it, it changed their focus of attack, didn't it? 
It did, yeah. So Mary's a different player to Sam. So if Sam comes back in, not, I, I think Sam starts on the bench even in seven days' time. She's got that extra recovery, which we'll get to no doubt in a moment. But um, Mary is a different player. She can she can float a bit better. She's technically probably better than Sam on the ball, like with her touch and everything, as, as good as Sam is. Um, but Mary gets into great position. You have a look at her run for the goal that she scored. Mm. She accelerated and then she twisted into another area and then she accelerated again. And in the end, the, the defender that was with her, Sophie Schmidt, she just gave up and, and went to sleep. And, and Mary was in the right spot and, and got the, the stroke of luck off the post. But yeah, she was great. And that, in turn, using Mary centrally, then allowed Caitlin Ford to get into her preferred position, which is in a wider area, more space, being able to run at the defenders one-on-one. And you look how damaging she was last night. It was, yeah, it was the perfect plan finally that we found. Um, and, yeah, it's going to work against the bigger teams going forward, you'd say. What's the talk now, Adam? What was the talk post-match about Sam Kerr? I mean, you just said what started on the bench. The world's best striker start her on the bench in a knockout game? Purely, purely by the fact that you, oh, you could start her. Um, but with her calf, you, you just want to mitigate the risk as much as possible. And, and the plan, the, the way the Matildas started the game last night, and the plan that they had, it, it worked. So you, you've got that X factor off the bench. And conversely, not starting her all along, the opposition never feels comfortable, even if they feel comfortable, if you know what I mean, because there's Sam to come off the bench. I just think, um, and, and with her physical status, I, I just think it's a prudent decision to start on the bench. Look, it's going to be the talk for the next seven days. Mm. Um, but the good thing is we're, we're, we're now talking about it in positive terms rather than a negative. Why is she, why is she playing? Why is she training? This, that, and the other. What's really going on? I, th- I think that the tone over the next seven days is going to be a lot easier for the coach, for one, to handle. Adam, you've been in this game for uh, decades. Calf injuries. And we, we don't know the extent of the calf injury, a strain, a tear, a grade, anything like that. Are you convinced Sam Kerr will actually take part in this World Cup? Can, can, let, and yeah, let's put it in perspective. I mean, we've just seen Latrell Mitchell with a managed through a calf injury miss two months of football. Yeah. You're convinced? I reckon, yeah, I, I think it's a strain. Look, the, everything and all the experts I've talked to and I've talked to a great expert in, in Dr. Craig Duncan, who worked with the Socceroos for, for four years. He, he outlined the comeback plan for the varying degrees of a calf strain. And it appears, as much as the training, it's hard to get information out of the joint because you only yeah. get 15 minutes of, of training. But it appears she's been on this program that best suits what she's got, which I think she's got is a calf strain, not a tear. So the tear... Yeah, I, I think you put a line in her. She's Nathan Lyon coming out about a Lord side thing. She's <laughs> barely able to move a leg. With with the strain, you, you can rehab that. And and Craig Duncan told me that it's between ten and fourteen days the recovery can be if you jump through every stage perfectly, which it, it looks like Sam has. You can be ready in fourteen days. Now, by the time that this um, this game takes place next Monday, I think it's nineteen days um, since the injury. So. That tells me that she, she's ready to play some part. It, 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 and look, we're all guessing, but yeah. it's, it's fair enough to have a guess because of what she means to Australian sport. Got about 60 seconds left, Adam. Who we play gets decided uh, uh, today in the next 24 hours. It's Denmark or China, isn't it? Uh, Denmark or China, uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to be England, but unless something completely calamitous happens to them. Look, Denmark are playing uh, Haiti, so I dare say, look, the Haitians have been okay. 
but I think Denmark get past them. And it, it, it looks the most likely option is Denmark in the round of 16, which holds no fear. One of our best performances in the last 12 months came against Denmark away. So, yeah, they're, they're a good side. Like they're, they're hard to break down. They've got a lot of energy. They've got a few class players sprinkled in. But, I mean, off the back of last night against the top nation, the way we played in transition particularly, I think the fear, um, if it was there in the first place, is, is very much left the building for the Matildas. Outstanding stuff, mate. What a great way to end. Adam Peacock, enjoy the commentary, mate, and enjoy the ride that is the Women's World Cup. Uh, part of the Seven Network and the commentary team there doing a fantastic job. So are the Matildas, although we weren't saying the same after Nigeria, were we? 13-13-55, uh, just on this, has the sleeping giant of Australian sport awoken with the Matildas now? Big statement, big call, but what's it like at your place? My thoughts on that very shortly. I'd love to get yours seven away from ten.